Welcome to Recalibrate. This is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship. Our hope is to create a moment where you get to take a look at your life through the lens of Christ's teaching and recalibrate. Well, welcome back to Recalibrate. Awesome to have you with us today. Now, on Sunday in our church, we were talking about Hebrews 11 again, and we were talking about faith again, and we're getting a greater understanding of what faith actually is. It's when God, by his grace, opens our eyes to see things that are going to happen in the future, or that he wants to happen in the future, or promises that he has for us in the future. Sometimes it's even to do with the present. He opens our eyes and gives us a revelation about present circumstances. And when we see those things that which are normally unseen, we suddenly get a lot of faith that believe that God is going to accomplish this. Nobody else can see it, and we ourselves didn't really even see it, but God opened our eyes to be able to see it. Another example, of course, of this, as we go through the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, is the example of Joshua and the pulling down of the walls of Jericho. In verse 30, as he gives lots of examples of people who saw the unseen, whose eyes were opened to show the promises of the future or even of the now. In Joshua's case, it says, By faith, the walls of Jericho fell. This is Hebrews 11, verse 30. After the army had marched around them for seven days. So it's still this idea that God came to Joshua and he spoke to Joshua and opened Joshua's eyes and gave him a vision of the walls of Jericho falling down before it happened. Now, the walls of Jericho were very intimidating, and Jericho was the first primary city they faced as they wanted to take the promised land. Really important that this city was taken out of, the, out of action. And God opened their eyes to show them, particularly Joshua, to show them how those walls would actually come down. But it's interesting, isn't it? He didn't just show Joshua that the walls would come down, but he showed Joshua how they would come down. He told them, what you're going to do is that you are going to, for six days, once a day, march around the walls of the city. As you do, the trumpet uh, priests, the priests who have the trumpets, and those who play the trumpets will be playing the trumpets. You'll march around once, but the people will remain silent. And for six days, once a day, you will go around the walls, trumpets blowing, people silent. On the seventh day, you will march around it seven times. Now, I don't know how big the city was, but that seems to me like a heck of a lot of walking. Anyhow, they walked around it seven times, and then on the seventh time, when the final trumpet sounded, they were to just yell at the top of their voice and praise God at the top of their voice. And then, as a result of that, the walls would come down. That's the vision that was given to Joshua. That takes a lot of faith, but it doesn't if you've seen it and God's showing it to you and you have this confidence this is what God is going to do. What's amazing about the example of this story is how much effort God required the people to do to bring about the miracle. Some people say that the walls of the city fell because of the six days and the seven days of marching. You know, when a, when a, an army or a group of people all jump or walk in unison, there are waves of sound and, and energy produced by that that actually can weaken buildings, right? 
Uh, I remember in Canada recently, about, I don't know, seven years ago, uh, in a church in Abbotsford, a group of young people were dancing and they were all jumping at the same time on the front of the church and the whole floor of the church collapsed because that rhythm of jumping weakens the floor. And so people speculate that what happened was that the army marching for six days in unison, it wasn't anybody else, it was the soldiers in unison, that created shock waves, sound waves, that that weakened the city. And then the seventh day, seven times in a row with a mighty shout at the end, brought the walls down. So logically you're thinking, well, this was a vision given by God. When they followed the vision, the the walls came down and there was a, there was a plan behind this. God had a purpose in this. But that begs the question, why didn't God just send an earthquake? I mean, honestly, if the walls were relatively fragile anyhow, why not just send an earthquake on the first day and those walls would have come down? Why Why did it take seven days to bring the walls down when God could have done it in an instant of time? And that's the thing about faith, isn't it? You get a vision of what could possibly happen. You get a vision that God is going to do something awesome. But then there's still this long period of walking it out and going over it again and again until that moment when you absolutely see the breakthrough. A couple of reasons why I think that God delayed it. One is simply that the seven days gave the chance for the people of the city of Jericho to repent. You know, Nineveh was a city much worse than Jericho, but God sent his prophet Jonah to the city and when he preached, the city repented. So I believe from that story, all of these nations that God judged, if they had repented, even at the last minute, I believe God would have saved them because that's the nature of God. So seven days as they marched around and they saw what was going on, they had a chance to surrender, repent and hand themselves over and ask God to forgive them. So even in his act of um, judgment, God is always offering mercy to those who would repent and come back to him. So that's one reason. But I think the bigger reason is also to do with the fact that God just wanted the nation as a whole to participate in this exercise of faith. The number seven, seven days, seven times, is a really important number in the Bible. It means God's perfect timing. When God brings things to perfection. And so the idea of seven is that in the perfect timing of God, on the perfect moment, the victory came. Up to that moment, that was the perfect moment, they had to walk it out. They had to walk in obedience. They had to keep moving forward and doing whatever it is that they were doing. And I find this true in our lives, right? We can get a promise from God for our children, but we may still have to walk around the walls of that situation seven times for seven days and then seven times on the seventh day. In other words, we may encounter the same problem again and again, even while we're waiting for the breakthrough to come. With our children, we may get into those same arguments that we have in the past uh, for a longer period of time, even after we receive the promise that things are going to change. We're hoping our kid will make a huge, maybe involved in drugs, and there'll be a breakthrough. But as you wait, you're still going to go around that city and face that problem again and again. You want to see a breakthrough in your work, and maybe there's problems with other staff members, or there's an issue you want to work through, and you know God's going to do it, but you still face that problem again and again. You go around that wall again and again. In God's perfect timing, the wall will 
fall. But in the meantime, we're still required to walk it out. We're still required to walk through it. We're still required to face those challenges again and again. I found sometimes even in leading an organization that even though I know God's got a victory, I have to find a, I have to explore what that victory is going to be. Like I know God's going to bring a breakthrough in a certain area, but it still takes a lot of work to get to that place where the breakthrough happens. And I go, why do I have to go through all this work to see the breakthrough? Like sometimes we've done things like we've had to do production at the church and it's been a lot of work to, to make it happen. And then there was another time God brought a person along and we didn't have to do any work because this person did all the work for us. Why did I have to have seasons where we have to go through a whole learning experience to get there? That's how God works. Sometimes he gives the promise, but to get that promise, there's a whole learning and cycle of time, seven times seven times of going through the process and getting better at it each time. And then when perfection comes, the right time comes, we see the actual breakthrough. I think sometimes God wants to do miracles instantly, but sometimes he wants to train our hands for battle. He wants to teach us, uh, equip us, mature us, um, give us greater abilities in the process of waiting for the promise to come. So listen, I want to encourage you today as you wait upon God that if you're waiting for a miracle in your life or you're waiting and you've got the promise already, um, don't be discouraged if you don't see it take place straight away and you find yourself fight, fighting the same battle in a sense over and over again. Every time you go around that, that wall, that wall's weakened a little bit and you're a little bit stronger. Every time you face that battle because you know you got the promise, you're just a little bit wiser. And when, when the right times come, you've been fully trained, you're fully equipped, the victory will come through and you'll know what to do. You'll be able to take that victory and run with that victory. You know what? If they got that victory on the first day, maybe they wouldn't have known what to do. Maybe they weren't ready to um, take that city uh, after the walls had fallen. And God's doing that with us, right? I find sometimes I know the victory is coming, but I still have to work it out. That's what the scripture says. Work out your salvation. I still have to work it out. And then when it comes together with my maturity, with God's timing, kaboom. The final breakthrough is awesome because it's really established in God. Well, the Lord bless you today as you continue to ponder these things. We want to thank you for joining us on Recalibrate today. For more information, please check out our website at crcfchurch.com. Show you be done in